Welcome back, fellow podcasters. It's Freedom Friday, and time for another episode of Jeff Fry, an American conservative. So we have a rather interesting thing that's happened in the last uh, week or so, and it goes back to the uh, election results of 2020. Now, I'm sure there's a number of you out there, and frankly, I happen to be one of them, which ultimately ultimately believed that the election was rigged to an extent. And there were areas, all in the uh, swing states, and traditionally always in a uh, traditionally blue city. And of course, as we all know, the election results were sealed, ratified, sent over to Congress, and certified. And that's how we have the quotation marks, President Biden and his regime. But a lot of us, I believe, think that that it was over and that we were just going to have to move on and get along with things. And that's what the mainstream media has been portraying because you haven't seen anything about that. However, we have a number of states that have been busy. And some of these states have been processing election procedures that would make them harder to cheat going forward. But interestingly enough, we just found out that there are three states, anyway, that I'm able to know of, that have gone beyond just changing how they do business of of electing and going back and auditing their election results. And those three states that I'm familiar with right now is Georgia, Arizona, and New Hampshire. And I'd like to talk a couple of minutes about what these states are doing, and then what ramifications possibly could be at the end. So let's start with Georgia. This past Friday, Judge Brian Amaro agreed to allow more than 145,000 Fulton County absentee ballots to be reviewed as part of an audit. For the record, Fulton County is also where Atlanta resides, and there were claims that there was suspicious activity at several of the ballot counting sites there. Now, these 145,000 ballots are going to be re-scanned at a very high resolution. And the reason for this is that they will be bringing in forensic experts, in this case called Voter GA, to take a lot closer look at the crease lines, how they were filled in, Made sure they were done by hand and not by machine, and they will give their results. I might also add that when original audit was trying to be performed, there seemed to be some huge discrepancies that were provided to them. Discrepancies historically also meaning, and this is up to 21% between the ballot batches that were reported by the Georgia Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, and the actual provided ballots that were given to the court order which accessed them in a previous case. 21% now. Now, although these ballots will be actually still in the hands of the 
Fulton County custody, they will have a lot more severe observations taking place as these forensic tests are being performed. And this is being done in hopes that a little more transparent system will either allay the fears that a lot of Republicans thought was stolen, or perhaps it'll clear it up once and for all. Now, Arizona is a little bit different because in Arizona, they will actually be handing over the paper audit trail to that of an outside firm, and this called Cyber Ninja. And Cyber Ninja will conduct the forensic testing. As you can well imagine, the little antennas go up on our liberal friends because they think, "Uh uh-oh, this is now outside the control of perhaps what the potentially corrupt inside people can do to it. And it would be their contention, and I'm sure it'll go forward, that because they're being paid to find discrepancies, they will indeed find discrepancies. Now, they're actually concentrating on Maricopa County. And in Maricopa County, at the end of the day, Biden won that particular county by 45,000 votes, which was enough to give an overall victory in Arizona by 10,000 votes. And yet there seems to be a strange discrepancy happening there on approximately 100,000 votes in that county, which appear may have originally been slated to go into President Trump's corner. Now, you don't have to be a math major to figure out what 100,000 votes could do if it goes from the left column to the right column, especially when the president only lost by 10,000 votes. Now, as part of the uh, legal audit by a judge, Cyber Ninja agrees to allow independent election experts to observe these audits. I wonder if they're going to keep the Democrat liberals 25 to 50 feet away or even in the same room to observe while this is taking place. Wouldn't that be a pisser? And at the conclusion of the audit, Cyber Ninja will turn this over and the uh, results of the audit will become public. As a side note, and what was shown to a judge which allowed this audit to take place, there was a random sampling of excess of 1,000 mail-in ballots and the signatures on over 10% of them, 10% now, over 10%, did not match the signature which was on file in the registrar's office, which indicated questions and that perhaps the ballots were fake. As you can imagine, the Democrats saying, hey, they were probably cherry-picked, and that still wouldn't be enough to overcome a 10,000 lead that uh, Biden had in the overall election result in Arizona. And, of course, the Republicans are contending, wait a minute, No, no, that's 11%. 11%. We have 2.1 million votes to count in that county. We could have upward of 200,000 ballots that get taken out. We don't know. Certainly more than 10,000, which would be ultimately enough to change a result. And then we have New Hampshire. Now, it seems in New Hampshire, you have discrepancies on the counting of those machines. Remember Dominion Software? That was a household word here a few months back. And interestingly enough, in New Hampshire, a predominantly Republican stronghold, 
There were four Republicans that night, and all four of them won the state representative seats. However, there was a Democrat, who, uh, a Christy St. Laurent, who lost by 24 votes in one of those precincts, and she requested a recount. Well, that was where this discrepancy started coming out, because as the recounts were being done, an interesting thing happened. Now, I might point out that none of the results changed, but in all four cases of these Republicans, when the recount took place and they compared it hand-counted versus what the machines were showing, all four Republicans got substantially more votes than what the machines were originally showing. And when they started taking a little closer look, remember we talked about the one precinct, only lost by 24 votes, they discovered a security tape which showed an assistant attorney general walking towards a table that was covered with secured ballots. And this was done, it happened to be around 11.15 in the evening after the ballot rooms were all closed and secured by a guard. And it was after an audit of those particular machines that they found out that every one of those had shorted every single Republican's candidates by roughly 300 votes. Hmm. It was a result of this, as well as other questionable results, that the New Hampshire State Senate voted unanimously to force the state to not only perform an audit on the uh, Wyndham, New Hampshire County, but also on all of the machines across their state. And they wanted that to be done by forensic testing as best as they could. And this is important because we've always been concentrating on the, the swing cities and states, but this fraud perhaps could have been as widespread, in this case, even into New Hampshire with their local elections. So what does all this mean? And what happens if we do find out, as has been suspicious all along, that we had voter fraud? I mean, can we, can we now go back and, and, and do this thing over again? Is Biden still president? Do we bring Trump out of retirement? What goes on? What happens? Well, let me start off just by saying that in the uh, Constitution, and it's pretty much in Article 2 of that Constitution, they don't really say anything about holding a presidential election again. There is no recall provisions. What they do say is that when the Congress approves the results of the Electoral College as presented to them, that that becomes the final election result. And although our country has never had, to, frankly, to deal with major fraud of, of any kind on any presidential election, it does have some precedent in Senate races and House races, not many, in the past. And as you can imagine, we have legal scholars on both sides of the table, one saying that the state could come back and say, based on new results, they wish to decertify their election and withdraw the results. Those on the liberal side say, nope, once we have a result, we have a result. You'll have to wait till next time. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see exactly what happens. Perhaps it'll open up lawsuits from the Trump organization to go after 
states that are found to have certified a fraudulent result, therefore costing him the presidency. I think one thing's for certain, once again, all this Donald Trump the liar kind of rhetoric that was going out is proving itself that what he was saying all along was true. Now, granted, these, these things have not been done, and we also don't know whether this will precipitate going forward with other state results, <laughs> like Michigan and Pennsylvania. We are supposed to be a nation of laws, and without laws, we're not a nation. I know you've heard those buzzwords before. So let's see what takes place. Keep your eyes. Well, you have to keep your eyes open because putting on the television, you'll never hear any major media talking about it. So every once in a while, perhaps go on there and Google up Georgia election results, Arizona election results, and this New Hampshire thing. Hmm. Just to kind of see what's going on. I want to thank you for coming with my podcast here today. This is our 31st episode. The audience has been uh, increasing, and I would only hope that if you like what you're hearing, you'll like it, share it, and give me some comments. appreciate any comments, good or bad, that you put on the, uh, the podcast. So until next time, take care. I am Jeff Fry, an American conservative. I'll be back next week with more to talk about. In the meantime, keep us, U.S., the United States in mind. Thank you.